Hello and welcome to the I'm a Mainframer podcast. My name's Stephen Dickens and I'll be your host today. I'm joined by Shashank Motopelli, uh, who's a PhD student at the University of Toronto. And we're going to be talking today about his experiences being on the um, mainframe platform. Welcome to the show, Shashank. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Interesting times that we're recording this. I normally get to record this at the podcast studio in the Poughkeepsie offices of IBM, but I'm like everybody working from home today. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So we normally start these shows off by trying to get a perspective and um, what's brought you to the platform. Tell the listeners a little bit about your journey and what and what you're doing at the University of Toronto. So if you could just maybe give us a brief introduction to get us going, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm doing my PhD. I'm in my first year of PhD in the electrical and computer engineering group. Uh, I work on blockchain systems over here. So uh, the I was previously an intern at Open Mainframe Project in the year 2018 and uh, during that time uh, is when I was actually exposed to blockchain research fully. And this internship has helped me land a PhD opportunity here. So uh, like, I, I, I was very happy with Open Mainframe Project in that way. So uh, tell me a little bit more. Uh, do you, obviously, you spent some time in 2018 working on the platform. Had you come across the mainframe before? Did you know anything about the platform before you before you did the internship project? Uh, so what happened was, uh, so I was uh, involved mostly in the open source projects before. Uh, I've worked as Google Summer of Code intern in 2017, and I was looking for opportunities to work on blockchain and also open source projects. And then uh, I came across Open Mainframe Project, uh, which is a very good suitability for blockchain projects because of the scale and the security it's offering. So that was it. And I've just experienced it for the first time then through an internship. So I think it'll be interesting for a lot of our listeners to maybe understand what your experience was coming to the mainframe for the first time. I mean, a lot of people maybe have preconceived ideas, but I imagine you came to the platform with fresh eyes. So I'd be interested to understand what that first experience was like and if you could maybe elaborate on that for the listeners. Sure. Uh, so uh, when I first heard of mainframe, uh, like I'm from school still, so I, I was doing my undergraduate and I was concerned whether I would be able to deal with such a big system. And it was kind of scary when you read about mainframe online. Uh, which are just meant for the enterprises and having uh, like most of the people in my school or everywhere else, I guess, don't know that they have free access to open mainframe project and they, they could use it for a certain period of time. So when I first heard of it, uh, it, it, it was like, do I, I don't know how I can deal with such a big system and uh, it was exciting. But when I started working on it, the community was very helpful and uh, like, uh, I got emails back whenever I had some problems within a few hours, which was great. And it's good. 
So talk me through that sort of first time logging onto the system. What did you find? Was it as scary as you'd imagined or was it what you expect? Was it simpler than you expected? I think a lot of our listeners have been on the platform for a long time. Um, and there's also person people listening to the podcast who've maybe never been on a mainframe platform before. So I think always good to capture the sort of that essence of the first experience on the platform. So if you could maybe just sort of logging on, getting an ID, going onto the system for the first time, how did you find all of that? Uh, honestly, so uh, I was using Linux operating system before that and Ubuntu machine. So uh, it was not much of a different from that. Uh, just a couple of changes here and there. And if, if you wanted to use the extra features, yeah, they're available, but uh, it's packaged in a very good way. And you, you won't notice the difference uh, that it, it's a mainframe system and not a different, uh, not a different server. So, so that's, that's really interesting because I think there's a lot of people who maybe see that barrier. Some of us who were on the platform maybe um, don't see as much of a barrier. So it's always interesting to hear a new perspective. So, so Shank, if, if maybe you mentioned that you were working on blockchain projects. Yeah. Could you maybe give us an idea of some of the projects you've, you've been working on and, and kind of where you see those going? Because I understand it's a very emerging space with a lot of people breaking new ground. So I think that'd be interesting for our listeners. Yeah, sure. So uh, the main problem in the blockchain field right now is about the scalability of both for the public and the private blockchains. So uh, I started looking at this problem of scalability in recent times. Uh, during my internship there, uh, I was looking at the special use case for enterprise blockchains, where the enterprise blockchains were dealing with multiple blockchain systems for different purposes. See, there's a taxation going on one blockchain system and there's an asset management going on another blockchain system. You want both of them to be linked in some way or the other. And both of them are distributed systems over here. So uh, it's a big problem. And uh, especially uh, since they're enterprise systems, uh, you don't want any mistakes to happen and the data to be secure. and so that, that was one issue which I was looking at then. And the major focus of my research so far has been on the scalability of blockchains. That's interesting. I mean, a lot of people would think, I would imagine that blockchain is uh, the perfect decentralized platform and that a scale out architecture would be a natural fit. Is that what you're seeing or are you seeing a different dynamic? Uh, it's a perfect system, I would agree, but uh, there's still uh, problems which have to be solved in the field for that to be used by millions of population. Uh, this is the same aspect which I was talking about. You can't uh, have achieved the scalability which the centralized systems nowadays are promising. So that's still an open problem which many people are working on so for, to, if i'm hearing you right it's around that scalability 
which is obviously something we've been wrestling with in the mainframe community for an, for for decades now, being able to provide that ultimate scale. So where would you see the mainframe and blockchain kind of fitting together? Do you see a natural fit there? Uh, yeah, definitely. So when uh, I speak about enterprise blockchains in specific, uh, this, this Hyperledger uh, platform, which is also under Linux Foundation umbrella. So th they're blockchain systems meant for enterprise-based systems. And these particular uh, things have the main, they're, they're permissioned. You can control who is accessing the system. The main bottleneck there would be the machines over different organizations. So right now I, I see open mainframe project offering services like IBM Cloud uh, and the mainframe service with blockchain deployment easier. It just, uh, it just took me half a day to set up on the IBM systems. So uh, it was easy for me to use a mainframe for blockchain purpose and one bottleneck is remote. So since this particular bottleneck from the memory and computational perspective is remote, the rest lies with the networking community to come up with the advances there and to improve the scale. So, um, I mean, that's interesting that you mentioned that. Where do you see your research going forward? Um, give me a sort of projection, if you could, of where your research is going to naturally finish and, and, and what you see the next steps potentially after you've finished your studies. Oh, sure. So uh, right now, uh, I'm looking at scalability of blockchain in specific. So I would think that over time, the goal of my research would be to have public blockchains, which are decentralized and also scalable in nature. So that, that would be one key aspect. And I'm trying to bring in the theory of like the game theory into picture to design better incentives for actors to act in better way, in a rational way uh, in the public blockchain systems. So they, they should have the least incentive to cheat or act malicious in a decentralized network. So that is one aspect. And over time, I see the blockchain systems to be more adoptable by organizations and governments and even the public blockchain systems to grow as they have promised right now, creating the whole internet of value thing. That's interesting. And I think I see a lot of interesting trends coming out over the next maybe year to maybe over the next three years around where we're going to see that technology emerge. So you were one of our interns on the project back in 2018. We're just going into the internship program and our interns are joining us for 2020. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience on the project and, and maybe how you found the internship program and the work and, and what you got from the program? Oh yeah, it's a perfect time to talk about it because of coronavirus everywhere. So like, uh, it, it's a work from home uh, kind of internship and most of my meetings are scheduled through Skype. And my mentor was Peter. Uh, he was working at IBM Research and uh, like John and uh, 
key Len helped me a lot uh, initially setting up all the systems and everything, getting ready for the internship. Then uh, I had weekly meetings with Peter and we, we used to talk about how to approach the problems and uh, it was great moving forward. Uh, and I, could yeah. you tell us a little bit more about your project and, and what your project involved? Okay, sure. So uh, my project, uh, so there, there are like eight interns during the year uh, where I, when I interned and uh, few of us, uh, like my project involved uh, the work on blockchain systems. So I worked on a distributed transaction enabling the distributed transaction on a blockchain system, Hyperledger Fabric in specific. So as uh, the enterprises are dealing with multiple blockchains, we just want to make sure that they, they don't have the problem to make sure a transaction happening on one system and not happening on the other sys blockchain system. So just the, as the example, which I was discussing right now, uh, this taxation is happening on one chain and uh, the asset management might be happening on another chain. You want to make sure every asset you purchase is taxed without a human intervention. And uh, th that would be ideal. So it's kind of a transaction shipping system which listens to the transactions on the first chain, processes them, filters them, and gives up the transactions which are to be sent to particular chains transforms it and sensor. That's interesting. What would you, if you were looking back to where you were at the start of the summer of 2018, what advice would you give to yourself back then? Now you've had the experience. I think it would be interesting for our listeners who are looking to embark on an internship to maybe understand what, what, they should expect and, and, and really what good advice and best practice would look like? Uh, honestly, I would say uh, it would be about my coding styles since uh, they, these are contribution to open source. And uh, uh, I, won't, I, I felt bad initially that I was not taking the coding standards to the best practices uh, I could have taken to. So that is one thing which I felt I didn't work on during that time. Apart from that, uh, I, everything went well. So as you look ahead for the platform, you've got a, a long and successful career ahead of you. Where yeah. do you see the mainframe going maybe over the next three to five years as you look ahead with the big trends that you're seeing, particularly in the blockchain industry? Uh, I see that most of the enterprises in specific, as they're adopting blockchain technology, they would need computational resources and memory at scale. And mainframe would be a perfect fit in there at different organizations. So I see, I see a huge potential for blockchain and open mainframe collaboration there. What, do you see any specific areas where the mainframe technology is going to play a, a key or pivotal role over the next two to three years? Uh, as, uh, as computational needs of even artificial intelligence and machine learning 
are exploding each year and uh, I, I think because of the huge amount of data and the security requirements at big organizations I, I see that one angle as a key trend improving over the next couple of years that's interesting yeah I would tend to agree I think we've got some big challenges ahead of us and I think the platform gives us a way to address some of those challenges so bringing together as you say the interesting developments that are happening with blockchain with the scalability and, and versatility of the platform is, is going to be an interesting partnership so so Shank as we as we look to wrap up is there any other sort of comments or parting thoughts you would give bringing your perspective as you've newly come to this platform is there anything you would like to maybe share with the listeners that we've not covered no i i think i'm good you're good yeah well shashank this has been fantastic i think i hope that you stay safe um if you're up in toronto and can stay safe in these interesting times it's been fantastic to get your perspective really interesting to hear about what it meant to be involved in the um, internship program. It's always good to speak to our alumni and, and make sure that they're progressing in their careers and, and enjoying things going forward. So thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Thanks a lot. So you've been listening to the I'm a Mainframer podcast. My name's Stephen Dickens, your host. If you've liked what you've heard today, please click and subscribe and leave a review in the links below. Thanks very much for your time and we'll speak to you soon.